show coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. Today is Friday, the 17th of November, 2023. It's Rack FM Funky Fridays. It just got funkier. I'm the narrator, the host, Secret Squirrel. Gonna hand it over to Robo and the gang with special guest, violinist, musician extraordinaire, Marissa. Enjoy the show. Holy fuck, that was so good. That was like literally legit so cool what he did on last night's episode. Oh, yeah, I've got a co-host. I love that intro. I love that intro, Robo, with the piano, man. It's perfect. Just get this coffee, coffee shop, fireplace vibe. GM, man, GM, how are you doing, Robo? Oh, you mean the NPR stuff he did on last night's show, yeah? Yeah, yeah, the intro, yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, that was, and he, how quickly did he have that up on Spotify, iTunes? Uh, so, so oh, I can see yeah, your woman, see ya. Shout out there. Uh, we'll, we'll bring you up, darling, in one second, very, because we'd normally do a, a proper beginning. So we'll get you uh, an invite. Brucey, you're going to help uh, take care of, like, obviously, it's a bit of a closed mic tonight. But if, if uh, heart, heart to see or fun drop in, or some of the other people, maybe I've been speaking to some of the other musicians. It would be great, you know, to get a few people in. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I mean, we can talk about last night's show, but that's not what tonight's about, Bruce. We can talk about that later. Uh, it's uh, Marisa, is it? Marisa, yeah? Yeah. Hi. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's Marisa, yeah. Hey, Marisa. Oh, lovely. And you're from Croatia, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm from Croatia. And you're from Australia, judging by the accent? Oh. No. Nobody. Thing is, thing is, though, my mind's the hardest accent to gauge ever. Uh, I'm actually an Englishman, believe it or not, oh, but I have got okay. a bit of Irish in. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I I'm north. I'm no York here. York here. I'm I'm literally like ninety kilometers from Scotland from the border. So, like, we are like kind of Vikings a little bit. We're a bit like Bruce, a bit retarded. But uh, welcome to Rack FM. Yeah, big welcome to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for. Uh you know, hosting me, and uh, I hope we have uh, a lot of fun today. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, your community, uh, the the foxes, and I see you have raccoon. So, what Yeah, well, Mr. Fox, I mean, he's, he's on his own, IBC Mafia. Uh, the raccoons is generally where this came from. But no, uh, Marissa, so 
you know, obviously we've been doing music for the last like seven, eight months or something, but I've been hanging around all of these spaces. Uh, a lot of the time on my personal account, the Robo account, but sometimes on the Rack FM. And so I've been getting to know people like uh, like David, Joe Ryan, Fondue, Heartistry. Uh, Heartistry, when he found out, you know, Heartistry, like the dude on the piano and the guitar and the ukuleles. Yeah. He's so great. He was like, oh, no way. She's awesome. She's on the show. And I was like, yeah, bro, she's on the show tonight. Yeah, you should come on and say hello, you know. Yeah, he's one of the first people I met in the space when I started uh, this Web3 six months ago. And uh, I was... uh... (laughs) featured in one of his spaces i think it's called simmer down that hosts you know open mics and poetry nights and whatever and that's how i met joe he's he's really musical guy and um, a nice nice person overall so yeah thanks thank him for that oh they're a lovely crowd uh that i was on joe uh joe's space today when they were doing that uh, the nft thing with the, the giveaways and stuff but i mean i first got into this through fondue a fondue, I should say, it's called fondue, yeah, Colorado fondue, which was like, it was on the show, I think, before even Finn dropped the first record, uh, because I met him like through Liz, so uh, Bruce, we dropped the first, we dropped the first rap, or, and I'll explain uh, Marissa about us, but we dropped the first rap uh, on 420, right, 4th of April this year, yeah, uh, the 20th of April, sorry, this year, 420. That's correct, on um, Netflix. Yes, correct. So we, at the minute, uh, just to fill you in quickly, uh, we've done uh, six singles so far. This is the seventh one we're working on now, but we're doing a music video for it as well. The kind of like uh, ecosystem, like diss track, like raps. So if Finn was here, who's our the rapper, he also is the editor and archiver of all of like the, the Twitter spaces that we do. Not just us, mind the whole ecosystem. Yeah, he, he gets like, He's, he's just got some nice grants from like, uh, you obviously know about Luna, uh, Tara, he's, he's just got like uh, two years of funding from them to like archive, like, well, I think he did like 3,000, over 3,300 spaces in the last 12 month period, which is like phenomenal, all saved on private service. So all of this like a uh, history, you know, of what we've been doing, the whole ecosystem has been building, has been there. But in this part time, he's a rapper. So we've also got this like crazy like pop artist guy that did the uh, the violinist. Did you like the little raccoon violinist, uh, Marissa? Yeah, the day, yeah. It. It's really cute. Yeah, it, you really surprised me. Yeah, nice, nice. nice. That's that's Ambedo, you know, he's uh, he's like the, I don't know, he's like the little joker of the pack, but he's a really, really good, clever artist. He's already done his own uh, generative collection, but we, we just try to have fun on Rack FM. So we're a team of six people. Unfortunately, some people are, were manned down at the minute with a couple of people have just got really like important in real life things going on. But yeah, I'm, my name's Rob War. Uh, I'm obviously the kid, the Englishman, an Englishman in Bangkok. I don't know if you like Sting or the police or, you know, Sting, an yeah, Englishman. One of my my favorite artists, Englishman in New York or in your case in Thailand. Uh, Bangkok, yeah, Englishman in Bangkok, isn't it? So I, I'm not going to lie to you. This is a right fanboy moment. Can I confess something before we start? And Bruce is going to give me loads of shit. I'm a huge violinist fan, right? But I know like nothing about like the technicalities. I just so I'll give you a clue, a bit of an idea. I mean, I love classical music. I was brought up. One of my dad's a huge fan, right? He loves like old stuff like Johnny Cash and that. He's like, you know, when he was growing up and that, but he's like a real diehard classical fan. So I grew up with a lot of stuff. And uh, I don't know, 
the thing about my obsession with violins came along with uh, Trevor Jones. You know, Trevor Jones, the elk hunt and the kiss Can from... hear him or is he oh. rugging? Oh, am I rugging, Bruce? Sorry, Bruce, am I rugging? No, 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 not at all. I just muted it on my headset, not on my phone. Good. No, no, no. No, no, am I rugging? I don't yeah, think she can hear me. Yeah, oh, okay. Marisa, you hear Rebel now? I can hear him now, but you know, a few seconds. Oh, okay. I do apologize. Sometimes his connection is a bit dodgy. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, no worries. But I, I fell in love with, uh, it must have been when YouTube first started, and it was like 2006, I think, and they did that, uh, the one in Spain with the orchestra. Uh, the name of the orchestra in uh, Spain, the big ones escaping me, but Trevor Hunt, who did the, the Last of the Mohicans. You know, you've got like that whole, obviously, movie score, but especially The Kiss. That is one of the just most amazing like things that's ever pulled up my heart. And it's just the violin solo at the beginning is ridiculous. So, yeah, I've been, I've been a like massive, like, I mean, I've always liked classical music, like I say, but I've been a, I've been nuts for violin players. You'll have to be careful, Bruce, as you chaperone tonight, aren't you, Bruce? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so nice that you're such a violin fan. Yeah. In fact, when I started, you know, doing uh, online stuff and uh, Web 2 before uh, Web 3, um, I kind of built up, uh, you know, like a smaller YouTube channel where I covered a lot of uh, music from uh, the movies and some games. I also sang there, but uh, there are a lot of covers uh, on the violin. So I will I will pin it here somehow. I have to tweet it first and you can, you know, check it out and find something for yourself. Did you, uh, did you, I mean, I, I'm not even going to do the beginning because by this time in the, in the actual uh, recording that Finn will do, he's already done the beginning. So basically, did you like grow up uh, playing the violin? Because I know a lot of people uh, like do start out very young or were you a late, late coming to the thing? You probably started early, did you? Yeah, I started when I was seven. I, I enrolled a music school in Croatia when I was seven. My aunt bought me my first violin it was very small and uh, I kind of stuck with it throughout the years and very soon when I was uh, at around the uh, age of 10 I think I I already knew what is going to be my you know life calling and um, I finished elementary school uh, music school and then high school and then I uh, uh, enrolled in the music academy in uh, Zagreb, here the capital of uh, Croatia, and uh, I later did some postgraduate also, and then I hit the auditions for the orchestras, as I never, never really wanted to do um, uh, to work with kids, you know, in music schools. I did that as well. Uh, kids are are great and everything, but you know, teaching them. Uh, is a whole another thing you really have to be born to do that so i waited the chance to you know uh hit the auditions and uh i did uh, four or five of them here in croatia and uh i got a first desk job as a deputy concertmaster here in opera orchestra so that's my like main job that i do but i also do a lot of stuff uh Aside, a lot of uh, chamber music, uh, solo recitals. That's like 
me as a classical musician, as a violinist, but I also do a lot of pop genre. I work as a studio uh, session musician. Uh, and uh, yeah, I sing and songwrite and yeah, so. Wow. But yeah, when, uh, first, first of all, I'm a violinist, yeah. When, when do you get time to sit down and have a cup of tea and a slice of toast? I mean, my goodness, you, you sound pretty busy, right? When do you get time to put your feet up a little bit? Well, I I am a type of person who uh, doesn't like stand still, which is uh, like a virtue sometimes, but it's also a curse. Like you sometimes really have to stop. But um, I don't like to concentrate on only one genre. Like if you do only classical music, it's it can be really, really hard and, you know, uh, stressful and uh, uh, nothing is relaxed in, in classical music. That everything is, you know, has to be um, well prepared and uh, practiced and whatever. So when I do other stuff, uh, like with the pop songs and now nfts it's it's a little bit relaxed so combining those two kind of helps me uh uh it's it, it it's really the good combination of both for me although it's it's hard to sometimes uh keep up with the with the both because they're all time consuming and but so far i i manage <laughs> Oh, the violin, the violin and, and pianos has been getting so popular lately, hasn't it, though? You've seen them on like uh, things like America's Got Talent and Britain's Got Talent. Everybody loves that. You see the the the, the fusion, you know, the modern day fusion stuff that's going on. I forgot his name, uh, Tokyo. Tokyo, something, the guy that was doing the piano stuff that won uh, Britain's Got Talent. But the crossover between classical and like modern day stuff is just ridiculous right now. Talk to us, uh, darling, if you don't mind. Talk to us about the NFT journey. So, uh, where did you i'm not going to say finish up web 2 because i know you musicians you never finish the web 2 stuff that's your roots right it's very important but how did you come across like uh, web 3 or nfts how did that happen well um my husband is pretty active in, in crypto world he's on a hive platform i don't know if you guys have heard about it it's like a social media platform uh it used to be called Steemit. Uh, but, uh, you know, that went downhill, so they rebuilt the Hive platform. And he's a project manager there. He does a lot of stuff for them. So I kind of always have been around the crypto, but never really gotten into it, like, seriously. And then this Steam previous platform had this open mic, uh, which was going on from uh, 2014 till, I, I think, 2017 or something. So I started to uh, submit my submit my, my videos there and compete because there were cash prizes. Uh, so that is how I started. But with the NFTs, I did a short uh, violin and the piano com compositions like three or four years ago. But I, I, I wasn't familiar with the crypto Twitter and the music space here. I'm now sorry for that and, you know, like trying to to keep up. I put it somewhere else where it didn't gain any attention, but I, I will definitely reuse it on this chain. So that's how I started. Uh, that was my first like NFTs, short compositions. And that's how platform from Twitter uh, called Token Tracks I don't know if you have heard about it. Uh, it's it's founded by 
uh, by Tommy Danvers. He's a producer and a DJ and, you know, musician. So they contacted me. Uh, we scheduled a video call and they were basically like, okay, do you, we want to work with you? Do you have any songs ready in the art? And I, and I did had it already I, I wasn't planning to release it as an nft but they came to me first and so i did that uh, in april uh in late april i think it was 29th or something i released my first nft edition of 100 nfts and um, i really didn't know anything like about crypto like anything uh uh i, I wasn't really educated in that area and i release that nft edition i i remember i didn't know what gas was um and uh we've all been there don't don't worry yeah. everybody everybody in the room has been there right <laughs> yeah uh and uh, i found some nice people here like nick cosmo and nifty Sachs, who were nice enough to help me and you know host a few spaces i remember i was so nervous you know to talk speak publicly and to speak about things that I'm not really uh, educated about. Uh, but uh, I started hitting spaces and really going out of my comfort zone, zone a lot. And uh, it minted out pretty quickly. And that was like my entry. Congra the, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, That's so awesome. Much. Awesome. Uh, so that was like my entry to do to the NFT world. And it became easier uh, in, in a time. Uh, with going on spaces and, you know, requesting to speak. Uh, I was pretty self-conscious about, you know, uh, public speaking and, you know, my English because it's I'm not a native speaker. So sometimes I would like, I had this memory gaps of, you know, like I can't remember the word to finish the sentence. But, you know, practice makes, makes you better. So uh, now it's not a problem. Now it's like, it's cool. I, I enjoy it. And I talk to us, uh, I love these little intimate uh, campfire chats. They're awesome, Bruce, aren't they? Aren't these what we live for, Bruce, these little chats? Oh, Bruce has gone quiet. He's probably eating, actually. Uh, right. Tell us about, you've got some You've got some new stuff. You've got a drop coming up soon, haven't you? Has it happened yet? No, it hasn't happened, right? It's coming yeah, up, I though, did, right? Uh, just pinned uh, the tweet uh, in your... Uh, space if you don't mind no, no i'm very sorry can i apologize because bruce is a bloody co-host and he should know to be doing all this i was thinking earlier why is bruce not filling up the nest i'm getting really angry but he's he might be eating he might need his strength back so marissa i am sorry myself yeah i will just quickly you know jump on my profile and pin it here spam spam the whole nest no no fill the yeah. nest up darling fill it up so th this is uh, like a snippet from the song you guys can check it out and, you know, give me a follow. It will really be uh, amazing. So this is a song that I'm dropping on November 22nd, as stated in the tweet. So in, in five days, actually. And, um, yeah, I have to do a lot of promos now and, you know, go to spaces, uh, shill it a little bit and uh, sing it live. I mostly do live on spaces. I don't want to... You know the sound quality when you play marissa Mar marissa can i can i can i stop you a minute darling and i want yeah. to make this really clear because we're, we're very very different from a lot of other people you might pick up on this right and you certainly will when you hear the uh the, the edited and archived version it'll be fantastic right but 
So Fondue, Colorado Fondue, obviously, who's really making some waves now and some names. Yeah, he's just dropped Silhouette, second single. But uh, we had him on like seven months ago for like two and a half hours. He played like 10 tracks, right? But he was just like chilling with his friends around the campfire. We had this conversation. I don't know if you've seen them, uh, Marissa, about the little like uh, the little monkeys where with the tambourines, you know, the little they're only small little toys for kids, but you wind them up and like the bang the tambourine. We and Bruce will back me up that we've said this like a hundred times. We often get the feeling sometimes on these spaces, and I'm going to be very honest. Like you jump in and you might you just want to talk. It might be late. You might want to chill, and they're like, "Play us a song. Play us a song. Play us a song." We don't like that kind of attitude over here. Like uh, Marissa, do you understand? Like if anybody ever comes in and decides to play a song or whatever, that's fantastic. If someone says, right, hold on a minute, come on, I'm going to do this. That's what we did with Fon. And it was one of the greatest shows we've ever done. He did like, I said, 10 tracks in two and a half hours. And we just chatted in between. And it was, he got tips. People were tipping him and he's like Venmo, he's cash up. Like I said, I said earlier on the space, you know. This is how we like to we like to be around the campfire, having a friendly chat. And now I heard you the other day when I saw like somebody you know liking your 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 post, and I was like, wow, holy moly, that's some like nice tunes. And I was like, right, okay, let's see if we can get the lady on the show and just have a chat. And you're really nice, by the way. You're very pleasant to speak to. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So you're basically saying that it's a chill space. There's no pressure of. You know, Absolutely uh, not. No, no. Yeah. Bruce will tell you that. Bruce will tell you. Like this. Awesome. Yeah, they can. Uh, they, there are some pretty aggressive spaces here, and especially with the musicians, there's a lot of competition. So, uh, it can get that way. But uh, it's nice that this space is not one of them. So yeah, and fondue is great. Yeah. Well, we like to find out about you know the people behind. Like what's? I mean, it's it's all well and good. Like. I'm not being funny. I can go and listen to your music. It's out there. It's like I can, you know, I can go and listen to a professional, like, recorded version. Yeah, we all love a live version, but it's more important to kind of, like, uh, like I say, and only, so you've been doing everything yourself. You mentioned your, uh, your your partner. Like, are you doing, obviously, in, in Web3, there's no need for managers, allegedly. Would you agree with that? Because I'd love to speak to you about royalties and all sorts of stuff if you're okay about this. But what about the, I mean, our joke is that I'm Barry the band manager, but this is like an inside parody joke. You know, it's not really. But yeah, you've got no need for a manager, have you really, in uh, Web3? Is that right? Huh. Uh, I don't know. I've had some offers when I started, but they were asking a lot of money to do to do you know a lot of stuff for me marketing and everything which would be great because it's sometimes it's overwhelming there's a lot of informations there and um, since there are no set standards on what to do and how to do them you're free to do whatever you like and that can sometimes be like okay cool but it can also be oh my god what should i do so it would be cool if someone could be uh i don't know a little bit of a guide especially in the beginning when i started but um i don't think there's no need like at all for for a manager but at this age when i'm just dropping like my second collection i can manage to do it all by myself you know tweeting going to spaces but 
for some bigger names here, I think it's it's important to have one or two uh, people who will, uh, you know, run some errands for you, some some tasks that are just tedious and uh, you lose time on them, and maybe you can do something more creative, such as I don't know, you have someone who runs your Discord or etc. I don't know. I wouldn't call him a manager per se, but like an assistant. Yeah, I think that that would be cool. But I'm not like a PA, like a personal assistant, like a PA. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. Do this, pay pay some bills while I I don't know, practice my. <laughs> you know, like some someone who could just take a little bit of uh, burden off of your shoulders. But that's for me now in this stage, it's not necessary. But for some people, I know that they they have like their teams who do stuff like that for them. And that's cool. Yeah, uh, Marissa, that's why I kind of quite like like Rack, uh, Rack FM. So obviously it's not just the spaces. It's, uh, I mean, we do. it's all tongue in cheek. Obviously we do have a proper dare with governance and everything. Mine with the six of us on a multi-sig, right? Uh, we've obviously some funds in, in the treasury and NFTs and stuff. But Bruce, are you back with us? Have you finished eating? I, 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 is this, I mean. I'm, I'm here, I'm here. You're not cleaning your chainsaw or doing any other manly things. You're no, probably, no, okay, you're probably better suited than me. Like if you were to kind of sum up Rack FM and the greater thing that we're trying to create with uh, Rack FM Records PLC, uh, Rack FM Entertainment PLC, and then like just like, also showcasing like things like Omni, like uh, Stargaze to new emerging artists like Marissa, like, like Marissa, we've been so inspired by what we've been able to do that we're coming out into the wider ego and saying to people, do you know what you can do? Like you can actually like do video on demand. You can do like jamming sessions, rehearsal sessions on video on demand and get like tipped in crypto for it. But Bruce, the Rack FM kind of empire that we're trying to create in, in and also in close connection with some L1s, how would you describe what we're doing? Mm, I would describe it as the big side of crypto. And with poetic, I mean, with everything that entails. So we're trying to create culture through decency right through being decent humans in the space where there's so much greed and scam and grifting and lack of moral values so we're trying to be like a, a speaking tube i don't that's the danish word we're trying to be a voice for something bigger and yeah we're trying to create values via culture is what i would say and in, the, in that process we create friendships as well yeah, there's a bit more to it than that, isn't it? So one of the things, uh, Marissa, that we're very keen on here, uh, our tagline is that, you know, culture is upstream of governance. Most of the problems that we see on a daily basis within crypto are down to governance issues, right? Uh, obviously, that's how the blockchain and proof of stake works, yeah? But culture, if you can build upstream, right? Well, it's, if you build culture, you're automatically upstream of governance. Then there might be an opportunity to get people to think, you know, in a, in a more aware like way. But like Bruce, it's, the, I mean, you mentioned like the shilling there. I mean, your woman was like, do you mind if I put this in? And I'm like, spam the nest. Like, come on, go for it. Like, 
we have uh, Marissa a very very different mindset and recently when we sold 256 copies of the like the last single it's only the second single on the new chain and we were like wow people love music nfts and if you give them a nice bit of art a nice song people are going to come back and buy from you uh, so on the new chain bruce we did 138 and that was on the first single the second ep so the first ep is a different story because we did it in a different way we distributed it very very differently uh, we learned a lot of lessons second ep was 138 on singles on the first single second single on the second ap was 246. honestly marissa i'm not lying yet chains like stargaze and omniflix are crying out for people like you to just come along and say where's my new fans honestly you've got you've got a new fan base to tap into that you don't even know is there trust me there are users that love music right now on the blockchain all over yeah, there are a lot of people who are really uh, in love with music. I, I mean, it, artists and collectors and like true fans. I see what other people are doing who are, you know, like longer in the in the space than I am. And uh, they have all these IRL meetups. And uh, uh, when when those fans like meet those NFT uh, stars or what would you call them i don't know you can see that they appreciate that it's really something it's it's really a special special bond and uh, music community community is still um uh, it's still small i would say uh when you compare it to to jpegs and other stuff so we kind of stick together everything everyone is very supportive uh it can be some sometimes like excessive like you can say something other than you know praise me all the time sometimes i when i come to spaces and uh i feel like if i bang my head against the piano everyone would be oh my god you're so talented so that that's something that <laughs> in general should work on but there's no criticism at all which is of course not realistic so marissa i've been talking about this for the last few weeks in private you've just said in private uh, sorry in public what i've been dying to say for like oh my god about six weeks holy shit you said it thank you thank you yeah you're welcome because i was i was at first it was okay it's it's so nice like it's nice when you don't have to um i don't know uh see some nasty comments about you and your playing and your music but still when you um uh, only praise everyone that you in a way devalue things i think and people um maybe need to hear some things that they can improve and you know work on i mean i've been hearing that my whole life as a classically you know brought up so so marissa how many times how many times have you been on a space and heard someone just totally crack and they're like oh i need a drink of water oh i've been on spaces for three hours and it's like oh my goodness you realize you were like off key out of tune like you were so like i'm not a musician but like i can listen and i can go that's right and that's wrong <laughs> it's really bad on spaces sometimes nobody talks about what you nobody i'll tell you what marissa no joke nobody talks about what you're talking about right now do you know why because uh, you can't you can't do the the weird thing about web3 and this is why we've been trying to get cancelled is because like there's things that like people think 
oh, if you talk about that, oh, you're so negative, oh, you bl- where where did the, when when did we stop being truthful and giving people facts so that they can make changes, they can move forward and progress, right? Uh, yeah, I agree, but I think that uh, um, I'm gonna be brave and say this too. Uh, I think there's there are uh, some musicians here that are uh, have that have been previously re- very disappointed with the IRL and uh, Web two, and um, I don't know, kind of uh, got here and they're living in this bubble where everything is, uh, you know, it's all about community. We love each other, blah, blah, blah. But, um, and they, they like that. And when you, I was in, in a few spaces like recently, I'm not going to name anyone, but when someone was uh, up there on a the mic and was saying something that this host uh, wasn't agreeing on, uh, he or she muted him. And the guy wasn't even rude or vulgar or whatever, but just wasn't agreeing with the stuff that this person was uh, promoting and uh, was muted and uh, there was yelling. And I was like, wow. And in real life, that that is just isn't how it works. I think I think that's a cult you're talking about. Sounds like a cult. I know though, Bruce. Wait, Bruce, you're not on the spaces that like she's talked about like earlier. It's like, dude, I know exactly, exactly what she's talking about. Bro, like, I'm gonna be very honest. They will let anybody up. And out of 50 to 60 to 70 musicians I've heard. There's like about six, seven, eight that like are actual like musicians. And the in real life thing is that this is why I love Fondue, uh, Marissa, is because Fondue's story and how he fell out of love with music and how he came back into it. We did this. I'll send you the podcast that we did with Fon, the, the two and a half hour one. You'll love it, by the way. He did all of the best covers, but he also did uh, Brown Eyes before he dropped it on Sound XYZ. I would love to talk to you about Sound XYZ, by the way. And Little Gaines is down there. So he's from the Stargaze chain that we're currently deploying the, a new EP on. But Marissa, you're the first person ever, and I've done hundreds of hours on these spaces. Trust me, I'm, I'm all over every day. You've just said things that nobody else will say. So thank you very much for that. And welcome to Rack FM. You are golden, you woman. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, th- there are a few of us who who uh, are on the same page with, with this stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, it always stings when someone tells you, okay, maybe um, your singing should improve or this song could be better. It, no one likes to hear that. But I think it's it's vital that you hear that from time to time. And since I'm, I'm a violinist and uh, uh, it's really a drill to to go through when you're when you want to become a professional classical musician and from my experience uh 80% of my lessons with professors and whatever was was criticism it's constructive but it's just the way it 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 goes it it doesn't it's not something that you you should apply in pop music because it's different but um for me, it's normal and, and it's real and it's easier if you're like that. I, I think. I, so, I think. There's, so can, I'm going to ask it in coded language very quickly. Just give us a yes or a no. 
There is there is a certain daily co-host that does regularly do does music that like maybe should go and get some singing lessons. Like maybe, you know, I, I know it might be a hobby for some people, but like just announce it's a hobby, but like there are you, you know what I'm talking about? I think you do. I hear I hear I hear more breaks than what hit the Titanic man. Uh, but I'm not going to comment any further. I'm just going to say, like, I've been around enough decent musicians to, and even though I'm tone deaf, right? And I've listened to music all my life, so I'm like, yeah, like I can hear everything's in key, or the, yeah. uh, you, you know, and then you hear like other people. I mean, God bless to them, but I don't know. Like, remember, to say no, you know, all the claps and the trumpets and the wow, wow, wow. And it, it, everyone in the audience is like, bro, come on. Everyone in the audience, Marissa's like, come on, bro, come on. Be, like, be fair. Just be for a minute. That's why I kind of love Heartistry, because he takes the yeah. piss out of himself, you know. That's, that was my next uh, next sentence I was going to say. That's why I like Heartistry, because he is really genuine. He's not acting uh, something that he isn't. Um, and he has such a nice voice and he plays piano so good and a mixture of, every, of everything put together. It's, you know, the final product. I heard some collab he had with the, this. Um, I think she's a, she's a, she's an artist from Russia, Ebabur. And they had a collab. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I know her. Uh, yeah, she was. On, I was on the space with her with a Gus the other day. Yeah, yeah, the artist. Yeah, in Siberia, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, she's amazing. And they did this collab where uh, it's her art, and he did the song. And I was like, oh my god, this song should be a hit. It should be, you know, on YouTube or something. It was really good because you know. There are a lot of things here that aren't so good, and that's why I like him. But he does. Can you see? Can you see little gains down there in the audience? He's just come back. I think he's quite busy. But can you see little gains down there? So I think he's the second biggest collector of her artwork after Gus. Yeah, and, yeah. I, see, yeah? I see him. Yes, he's like the second big, biggest collector of her artwork. Yeah, she's well known. She was on the space with Gus the other day. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's in this uh, mini midi punks community, which I'm part of. I did this collab with them on their GM song. I recorded violin and uh, it's led by this Swedish guy, Songs of Eden. Probably heard of him, too. Uh, and she works pretty closely with them. She's an artist, but recently she has taken up on some singing lessons. She has her songs and is really a nice person, really is, and talented one. It, this is such a refreshing conversation, isn't it? By the way, Gaines, you're more than welcome to come up on stage, bro, if you want to come up and speak. You're very valued on this show. Bruce, isn't this just a lovely, refreshing, I feel so refreshed by this, like, I feel like I've had a nice lime and lemonade with ice in the sun or something, just listening to this. Because uh, I do want to get out to a serious question about royalties. Uh, Bruce, you got any questions or anything you want to talk to your woman about before we move on? Yeah, I had a question about why she moved into Web3 space and NFTs, but she basically answered it, it, everything in the beginning. So I'm all tapped out. So, uh, Marissa, this might be unique to us. Uh, Rack FM being this like mad collective, blah blah blah. But to us, uh, royalties are not important. 
uh, we don't want people to sell the music. For example, we dropped uh, uh, dropped like 136, 134 uh, EPs or whatever. And there's like only a couple up for sale. I think the starting one's like 7,000 stars, so about like 70-something dollars. Maybe it's just someone speculating. But to our mind, you know, why why do we want royalties? Or why why does Spain and Ambedo want royalties? Maybe the artist, I get this, if you know, if the artist wants them. But our artist is part of the kind of inner core team, so that's not a problem. We pay him like separately out of the company. But like, why have royalties on your music? Uh, doesn't a zero royalty encourage people just to hold your music? Or do you have to have the royalties because you know that people are going to speculate, maybe mint three or four, five on different wallets, maybe hold them, wait, and then trade them off? So I just want to know, like, your general opinion on royalties. What might be your approach in the future if things change? How how do you feel about that topic, if you don't mind me asking? Well, that's that topic is pretty pretty new to me since my first edition was somewhat of a free one. Uh, they only paid for gas fees, and I just kind of uh, send it out freely, just to you know get in, into as much possible as people you know wallets so that everyone can get to know me and as for the royalties here i'm really not that familiar with the with the system so far i only can speak about the royalties in in the real world <laughs> because i i have some songs that are uh hitting radios here in in croatia still and were published like three or four years ago so but uh when you when we talk about royalties in, in web3 uh i'm really new to that field so uh can you maybe make it more clear of the question i don't know oh this is going to be so good because you know why you are right up our street and we'll get back to the royalties in a second however you mentioned about the first stuff you did so to you the primary concern was distribution so as Barry, the band manager, Bruce, what have I been talking about for the last, since April, which is nearly eight months ago? What have I been talking about, Bruce? Do I keep talking about distribution every time we have any conversation about anything to do with music? Is that right? Yep. I, I don't that's stop right. talking about it. So that's what Marissa's saying. No, I just wanted to try to get the music in as many hands as possible. So Marissa, yeah, the first single we dropped was like a proof of attendance for a space. We got it into like nearly 300 hands. We've had a bit of a mad journey jumping blockchains as well. This is not an easy thing, but the idea is, you know, four EPs, uh, obviously four tracks on an EP, but, but, you know, four tracks, make up an EP, you collect all the singles, we airdrop you the EP, we're on the next chain. Finn wants to do, the, the, the guy, the main guy, the rapper, he wants to do, you know, four EPs, four chains, and then airdrop an album to everybody. But I, I sense straight away that your primary concern was how do I get my music in the hands of as many people as possible? Is that your concern? Like, is that your primary concern more than royalties? So royalties are just what you get on secondhand sales, right? Uh, yeah, uh, my primary concern was uh, getting getting the music into as much hands as possible, as you said, because I was new to the space and uh, no one knew me. So it was kind of... Uh, 
impossible. I, I don't know. For me, it was kind of weird to, you know, ask money for my NFTs. Although I could have gone the other way around and just come into the space, you know, slide my way in, in some uh, spaces and hi, I'm Marissa, I'm playing violin. But no, I skipped all these steps and just, you know, uh, had this NFT edition, which was a little bit unorthodox, uh, is what I saw later from what other newbies do in the space. Um, and to my big surprise, there were some... Uh, some nfts from that edition on secondary sales um i think it was there was one which was, for me that was such a huge thing but um now with this edition i really hope that you know now i know the music community and i really hope i can bring value to to myself as well because making music is uh it costs money you know you have to uh and it 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 also it's time consuming you have to do the song and i'm not someone who um produces 40 songs in i don't know three months like i like to take things slow and uh, then you go to the studio you have to pay for the engineer and production and um the marketing the art uh, so it costs a lot of money to you know uh submit it for free so i really hope with this uh this uh, drop that i will bring some value i i mean see like is is if roy lee's though marissa I, I don't want to interrupt and we will get on the new drop but royalty shouldn't be the primary concern i personally believe for artists like yourself i believe first and foremost should be distribution like I, let me put it akin to something even like before web one Think, guys, you know, you went to the store, you bought uh, Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre's new CD, right? A few years later, right, you're having a garage sale. You've got it on iTunes now or on your iPod. You don't need this, right? So you're selling it. Nobody, you weren't, you're selling it on the garage sale. You're not sending Dr. Dre like a couple of books. Like, the, I think, the way that I look at these music NFTs, yeah, I understand there's going to be speculation and maybe the artist should be capitalizing on any speculation that's only granted. But as an artist, you're looking and you're thinking, I want you to hand this down to your kid. In fact, I want this to be handed down to your grandkids of your grandkids. Like, I don't want people to like let this go. You, you know, you know, Marissa, there, there needs to be a line where we say like, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Who's collecting and who's just speculating? And I believe music NFTs are not what we've seen with, you know, PFPs, board apes, right? I believe that when you buy a music NFT, that you're making a commitment to put that in your library or in your, like, in, you know, you know what I mean? In your, yeah. 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 I agree uh, to some extent. I definitely agree uh, that it should be somewhat, you know, unique that you should uh, you know cherish and listen to and maybe uh, give it to your kids later or whatnot but at the end of the day uh you know sometimes uh, the artists also have to you know eat <laughs> so uh so, so Marissa, can I can I mention that? They could just just tie it all in together, right, Dolly? You might be able to give me some advice here because I don't know. We've got in-house both 
So you as a musician, do you do your like own artwork or is it like photography that yeah, is releasing as an NFT? What What's the actual like representative uh, digital visual representation of the NFT? For my first uh, NFT edition, uh, I had uh, the animated art ready, uh, which was an outside hire. I don't do it myself. Right, so you paid you paid for that, yeah. You had to pay for that, obviously. That's another cost, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, if you animate things, it the price goes up like crazy. Uh, so and there were five different versions of that picture, so that also added the 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 price uh, to the the whole job. Uh, so yeah, I had the outside hire, but for this uh drop that is going live on 22nd uh it's a photography which was also a professionally taken photos by a professional photographer so it was also something i had to pay for so yeah there are always these uh, you know things to to pay to invest before you you know earn anything but uh that's how it goes i mean before I go to the concert and play violin, I have to have new strings, which are approximately, I don't know, 50 or 60 euros. You have to uh, have new bow hairs, which is approximately, I don't know, 40 euros. And there are all these costs. So uh, it, it kind of goes with the job. And there are some people in the space who can do everything. I'm not one of them. <laughs> You see, that's why I asked the question, because that kind of runs my royalty question dry a little bit, or my royalty argument uh, dry a little bit. By the way, I am looking at this from an outside point point of view. Like I say, Barry, the band manager, I'm just trying to manage this group of six or five people and their talents and what they're doing, what they're producing, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, so the musical artist, versus the artist artist like who is providing the you know album cover work or ep cover work or whatever it is like you heard that was like five images i think uh you said marissa yeah for one song for the nft so it's that's where the royalty question comes in you know are you paying full upfront costs for the artist's like work or are you saying to them well if we you know do well on the secondary this is like what we're going to make in royalties it depends on your relationship with them. There's many, you know, permutations to take into account. But that is where my, I just think that it's weird, isn't it? That the having a royalty is kind of like saying, well, I encourage secondary sales, but as an artist, you want people to retain it. So, yeah, it's a fine line there, Marissa. I, I don't envy you, by the way. Oh, Bruce, I can't hear. Am I getting rugged? Must be getting rugged, am I? I can't hear either. Oh, Marissa. You're back. Where's yours? I can hear you now, Rack FM, but... Uh, yeah, you're back. You're, did we lose you there? Uh, I was rugging. Okay. I'm just saying that that is where my, like, uh, royalty, th like, argument, like, does run dry, is the fact that, like, you know, if there's artists, maybe there needs to be, like, our artist, the, the original artist for the, the Rack uh, Supply NFT pro uh, project, you know, he was promised, obviously, a percentage of royalties, which is why he worked on the project. Yeah, he didn't get paid like particularly like big money up front or anything. There wasn't any. He he kept, so it, it is difficult, and I do get that thing about. Uh, I think I think charging like enough for the music, like a, a decent price for the music, is. We've talked about pricing structures, uh, Marissa. 
How do you go about pricing structures in regards to uh, singles versus APs versus like albums? Like what would be your process about pricing structures? Well, I'm um, I, I I'm getting ready uh, everything for the EP to drop in 2024. I have the arts ready for that as well. And I hope it would be like a bigger collection of mine for now. Uh, I'm doing singles, uh, and me personally, I like editions that are smaller, like 25 or 30 NFTs, but with a little bit of a higher value, like, I don't know, 40 or $50, you know, counted to ETH or whatever. Um, I don't like these mega... Uh, drops on uh, sound XYZ. Uh, although I think it's a good platform, it's it's simple. I like how it works, but I don't. When I see uh, a song that it's thirty cents and there are two thousand mints, ah, why don't do that to yourself? Um, I don't. I don't know. It it kind of becomes. Uh, I don't know. So your song is like like a value of a hot dog or whatever. I, I don't like that. It, it, it kind of gives me this uh, trashy underline to it. But uh, that's me. And as for the EPs, I'm not uh, educated that, that much on that topic because I, I haven't gotten to that point. I can only talk, you know, like uh, singles. But a lot of people are doing this... Um, I would say lazy drops on on sound X Y Z, like you know. I know. Editions, uh, cheap, no actual art, um, no utilities. I uh, I didn't uh, I didn't have any utilities for my first drop because it was you know, you we will get it for free, so there's no utility for you. But for this next drop. I decided to do, first of all, of course, discount for my previous holders. Then for someone who purchases, if there was, if there were to be someone who purchases three NFTs, they will get like a short Zoom concert or a violin lesson, which I think is is cool. And if... Imagine if you could do, imagine if you could do all that on chain. Honestly, Marissa, we need to speak in the DMs because there's some stuff with video on demand and stuff now that people don't even know is happening. And with what we call MetaMask snaps, you wouldn't believe the the access that like what you potentially like in your audience could have and the new audience you could find. The technology, honestly, we'll have a call like offline about the tech that's available now. Marissa, I'm telling you, this is why we're having this space. This is why we've got you on. This is why I've been talking to Heartistry in the DMs for fun on both accounts. This one on the personal one, Fondue. It's NFT and music, sorry, and I don't want to interrupt. I just want to say music NFTs in 2024 are going to be huge. Guys, there's going to be a narrative there. The um, NFTs have always been a safe harbor. People are going to be hunting out and sniffing out for the next what they think is going to be the next biggest artist. I am telling you the transition. I have never seen anything like this in crypto before. In the last six to eight months, 
the amount of musicians migrating onto Twitter spaces and onto crypto and Web3 and NFTs is phenomenal. And But like your woman Marissa said earlier, I want you to pay close attention. There is a lot of shit out there. I'll be not as diplomatic as she was, and I'll tell you that like there's a lot of pretenders and then there's musicians. And why did we ask your woman on tonight? Because she's an absolute classical musician, and that's like the top and bottom of it. And you've heard the opinion of a classically trained musician, and that's what this show is, was, and always has been about, is getting the best voices out there for you people to make your own minds up. But, yeah, Marissa, I get a bit emotional, a bit passionate sometimes. You know, I'm not like Bruce. I keep myself hungry for these spaces. Your views... Your views are so based. It's ridiculous, woman. It's ridiculous. You are the one of the most based people in crypto, I'm telling you. I've met recently. Very refreshing. Your attitude, very refreshing, yeah? Well, thank you so much. I agree with the there's a lot of uh, rubbish here. And um, sometimes um, I think that uh, amount of your success depends on how many hours you have spent in the spaces where there are some cool spaces where you can really learn something for yourself and you can really make connections and play your music but there are some spaces where you just you know sit and listen about i don't know taco tuesdays um so <laughs> taco tuesdays <laughs> I there's a lot of waste of time and some of us cannot uh, can't afford that to to you know ourselves especially if you have a family or something so i i what i wanted to say is like um the amount of your success depends on time spent in in spaces not on your actual quality or you know um musical grind and uh I don't know. In the end, I think talent makes the difference, I would say, with a lot of work, of course. Marissa, I, I, I totally know where you're coming from. You know why? Because like what we've been doing on the Spaces grind. So Rack FM uh, originally at the beginning of November were uh, like a, a year old from the first ever episode. And man, it's been hard. We're nearly at 100 recorded shows. Obviously, we've done hundreds and hundreds more hours of unrecorded stuff, but we don't claret like we can't quantify or qualify that, can we? So we just refer to the recorded stuff and we're like, look, you know, look at look at our following numbers, what we've had. We've averaged over like 240 fucking listeners per show recorded over nearly 100 shows. Like we know we're under a winning formula, but it takes a lot of work. Bruce, I'll tell you, Bruce came in the organization. It lasted like a month and he's like, see ya, I'm out of here. I'm going to go and chop down some trees. It's it's easier than uh, working in this organization. Is that right, Bruce? How hard do we work, Bruce? Tell Marissa how you hard. You work hard, hard, hard and sporadic, man. The fact when you work in an organization where people are in different time zones, the process is just rolling. The process is always rolling. So when you wake up, man, 10 tasks have been done and you have no clue where the people are going. So you have to catch up all the time. Yeah, and I, I live, and I live in the worst time zone, so I'm in the Asia time zone, so I'm getting butchered, you know what I mean? I'm waking up and I'm like, oh, shit. Europe and America's uh, gone to bed on me and left me with this heap of shit. But honestly, I'm not... We're going to come in here and pussyfoot around 
Marissa, I have to say, I didn't know what was coming tonight. I didn't know what to expect. And it's been a bloody good joy. It's been a right laugh. You've really summed up some really important points. I think that I've wanted to say for weeks in public, but I think I just was holding back because, you know, I don't want to get kicked out of rooms and I don't want to get blackballed by the industry. And now, I mean, Bruce, how many times have I already been trying to be coming, Bruce? Is there anyone that's been cancelled or tried to be cancelled more times than Robbo in crypto Twitter history? Let's be honest, Bruce. Not um, for the three years, no, two years I've been in the space. I haven't seen anybody survive as many cancellations as you have. That's for sure. <laughs> cool. Good to know that. So you, you see, you you tell the truth. That's why you are banned sometimes. That's cool. Oh, we we made some uh, cartel videos the other week, uh, Marissa. Did you not see the cartel videos we made? No, they were pretty bad. Like, uh, no, no. I... Bruce, Bruce, get over to Pikey Rack and put it in the nest. Get over to Pikey Rack quick and put it in the nest, bro. I mean, so Marissa, I don't know how you feel about this. I would love to get your like opinion for a laugh. I'm sure this might entertain you. Humble, humble me for a moment, like the court jester. So our friend, uh, well, these people tried to cancel us first, actually. For, for just totally off the cuff, like comments that like, oh, were embarrassing, but they ran telling tales to people like twist and bend and manipulate and, like horrible people do. I mean, you've heard us tonight. You know, we're not horrible people, right? But some people are, unfortunately, you know, whether they're jealous of success or whatever it is, right? Their own inadequacies, whatever's going on in their life that they're not happy about, you know, they're going to cause trouble. So people tried to get us cancelled. What happened? We went like from 700 followers to 900, like, like nobody cared. And then the rapper who'd already written this new track, it's called Cash. It's an acronym, or it's not really an acronym, is it? That's not a definition of an acronym. It's a capital C, full stop, capital A, full, you get the picture, cash. Stands for a clown ass shit house. And he, he basically already had the basic draft, and then we tried to get cancelled, and he went, I'm not having this. So our friend went off and wrote some, like, mad shit, like, like really, like, the oh, my goodness, I mean... Marissa, I don't know if you're on your phone or you've got a computer or spare device, but Bruce has just posted the cartel video in the nest. That's the beginning of the song, by the way, the little dun, dun, dun that you hear in the background. But this is just like our reply to people trying to get us cancelled, Marissa. I don't know what to say. I mean, don't try to get us cancelled. Yeah, trying to play it. It's not very good, is it? I mean, you're live, like on a space, but uh, right, so... We're going to do a music video. I probably should have shut up while she watches this, right, Bruce? Yeah, uh, maybe uh, maybe her connection is being a little rocky again. I should have been quiet, though. I'll like, give you a woman a chance to watch it. But, uh, I mean... I just, mu- uh, I just watched it, yeah. <laughs> music, music videos, uh, music videos. We're, we're trying to look for, like, previous stuff that's been done on the blockchain. And we're lucky because we've got a 450 megabyte upload capacity to be on the blockchain uh, that we, we did this like months and months ago when we did the EP. And then we had to work for like two weeks in the lab to render it down to like under 150 to get it on some other platforms. But so Marissa, you know, there's this like limit uh, of 150 on pretty much a lot of the platforms. OpenSea, Stargaze has got a 150 limit. 
Omniflix, the first gym we ever went on, have got like a 450 MB limit, which is like really nice for people who want to do a little bit more with just like the standard like NFT. Uh, I'm really not familiar with the technical part of that, like uh, the capacity. I, I think it's the first time I hear about it. Like, I'm sorry, but I send uh, my materials to the platform that uh, works everything around the drop. Um, so these are the stuff that they are dealing with, I guess. So I, 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 I don't. I really don't know. I don't want to, you know. Marissa, we'll have to talk. We'll have to have, like I say, we'll have a call someday. We'll just have a bit of a chat when you've got some free time, right? And uh, the technical limitations are actually like really important. We've been through this entire drama, Bruce, haven't we? Like I say, to get to get it. Oh, go on, Bruce. We've been through some drama, Bruce, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and different platforms and not being tech geniuses. Yeah, but it's been a, it's been an educational travel, learning every day. Taking uh, like okay, okay, just go, go on, go on. No, no, go on. Tell them what we're saying. You guys, what? Uh, I just wanted to to ask you something because I'm kind of a starting uh, a project uh an open mic with the uh, cash prizes would you guys be like interested in submitting your stuff there maybe or i'm i'm just in the works of the website and uh, promo materials it's for the hive platform which was uh, i talked about it in the beginning of the space we want to revive the open mic contest that was pretty active 10 years ago with the cash prizes like for uh first three prizes or whatever so i'm now in the process of contacting uh musicians and seeing uh, who i have on board so is is it something you guys would maybe you know take part in oh we'll have to get on finn's case won't we i so i've been dying to get finn doing like some acapella it's really difficult for rap artists, especially like people like Finn, where they're so used to being able to fit things in with the programming. But uh, Bruce, what do you think? Yeah, why not? Of course. Yeah, so I will definitely slide into your DMs in uh, you know coming days and inform you a little bit about it because I think it can be it could be cool. And if it's okay with you guys, I can play something for you. Did you wait a minute before you do? That would be amazing. That would be I've been I've been quiet all night about that, but that would be amazing. But Bruce, did a violinist just say? I know she's you know she's got a fella. I don't. But did a violinist just say to me, "I'll slip in your DMs"? Is my life complete? Is my life complete, Bruce? I know. I'm, I uh, stop me. Stop me. I'm sorry, Marissa. You know I'm only joking for the show, for the culture. It's for the culture, uh, darling. We would absolutely be so inspired to hear you right now. It will be a blessing, absolute fucking blessing, darling. Okay, so this is a song that I pinned on top. Uh short little snippets in duration of 40 seconds or something i didn't want to do the whole song because it hasn't dropped yet so yeah i will accompany myself on the violin because if i do it on the piano then i can't play the violin so you know there are just not enough hands so yeah here's the song it's called i still long for you 
it's lost in each other's eyes now i'm alone feeling like i've lost my pride try to forget but the memories won't fade of the love that we had oh how do all our feet nothing could bring us down yeah somewhere down the road we let it all just drown we fought and cried and we tried to make it right but in the end, our love just couldn't win the fight. Yeah. I love for your attention, the way you used to smile. I regret letting go, and I miss you all the while. I wish I could turn back time to where you were mine. To relive the love we had, make it all just fine. I don't want to feed a thing who bring us down. Yeah. Somewhere down the road, we let it all just Try to make it right, but in the end, our love just gonna win the fight. Yeah, I still love for your touch and the way you used to smile. I regret letting go, and I missed you all the while. I wish I could turn back time to where you were mine to relive the love we had. Make it all just Turn back time to where you were mine to relive the love we had and make it all just Clap, 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 clap. Your woman could sing the phone book. I mean, Bruce, your woman could sing the phone book, right? Easy. That's a beautiful, beautiful voice. In the words, very in the words, Marisa. very, very in impressive. the in the words of Simon Cowell, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I loved it. <laughs> in the words yeah, of yeah, Simon yeah, Cowell. That's a vibe going on. Yeah, thank you. That was mad that you've got a really good vibe going on you. Uh, you know who else has got a good vibe? Like uh, women, like musician women in the space. Uh, you know, uh, Empress. You've met Empress, have you? She's uh, mad. Yes, I I heard her in the space with David and, and Hardestry. Was she a singer or I? I... 
Oh, she's, she's all sorts. Oh, she's fucking mad. We were going to get it on the show the other week, and then I uh, got, I don't know if it was uh, real COVID or fake COVID, like, but uh, she was going to come on the show, and then I was I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, Don. She's like, oh, it's no problem. And then she's like, let's do it later on. Like, I was like, okay, but she's she's really good. She's like, she does uh, musical stuff as well. Like, you know, she's involved in, like, writing musicals and singing, like, operatic musical stuff as well. Uh, See, this is what makes you different, Marissa, right? I've listened to, like I say, 50, 60, 70 musicians, right? I can spot what makes someone different. That was awesome, not by the way, awesome. Thank you, thank you so much. So that's the song that's dropping. I will definitely inform you when it when the date comes. And yes, now that you mentioned it, last time I was in Hardestry Space, the one that they uh, had going on for 12 hours or something, uh she was doing some songs i i think uh, they were her originals uh there were some funny lyrics to it but it all kind of rhymed and it was it was good yeah yeah oh she does some wacky stuff i'm not i like that that's how I, if you said to me give me give me one object and i've been listening for a good few weeks one one adjective to describe uh, empress will be wacky just like proper crazy, you can imagine I'm meeting in like real life and like ordering a coffee and like some apparatic like musical, you know, Alice in Wonderland voice or something like that. Like that, that's the kind of character she is. It's quite funny, like, but very clever, very, very clever. But also like, you know, like a lot of people going through issues in life. And, you know, uh, Marissa, I find a lot of people find solace on uh, Twitter spaces. Unlike like things like live streams. People can like come on, they can be chilling in their pajamas or they can be out walking their dogs and, and everybody has the opportunity to like come and join in. We, pro- I mean, tonight, no one's requested because they're all a great audience, but, and we normally have a much bigger audience, I think, for Fridays. Uh, I will say that like yeah, Spaces has this connection that I don't think you can find anywhere else. I really don't. And that's why, like, everybody wants to migrate and come over from Clubhouse, blah, blah, blah. But I think, especially for what you're doing, that's like, that, where, where can we get that? Yeah, your video on demand will be great, but how often are you going to get that? Right? You can, like, freely come and jump on a space when you've got some free time. You can do that. You can make people smile. I think that's the point of what I'm trying to say. You can make people smile. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's It's kind of got this relaxed, uh, vibe to it and it's kind of like you know sitting in a coffee shop without having uh, you know to worry about how you look what are you wearing where are you you could just you know tap in from your phone from your car I the other day I was in a grocery store people were looking at me like what is she doing I was talking in English and you know ordering some cheese up front on the refrigerator so yeah it's cool. It's definitely different than anything. Oh, we're uh, joined uh, here by an esteemed uh, speaker, uh, Marissa uh, Tank, is one of our great friends of the show, being a, a regular co-host at times. Uh, he's a, he's a, let's say he's a hot, I mean, Bruce, you sum up Tank. I don't want to do that. You you sum up Tank in a few words before we bring him in. How would you sum up, Bruce? I think uh, he's a hard ass that has taken advanced courses in hugging. And then he's also very good at business. I think something like that, right? 
That was not bad. That was diplomatic. That was the most diplomatic I've ever heard. You're actually, I wish you were that diplomatic about me in private chats, but never mind. I'm not going there. You've got to earn it. I'll tell you what, Tank. Tank, you're going to go back on the replay. You're going to wait for Finn's edit on Spotify. You're not going to go to terraspaces.org because who does? Let's be honest, I don't. I've got to Spotify, me. Or if you've got an iPhone, go to iTunes. The edit will be there. He, Finn's been doing some amazing stuff. The Easter eggs are ridiculous. If you're not, honestly, if you're not live, don't listen to the Spaces replay. Please get wait. It'll be up in four or five hours on Spotify, whatever. But uh, yeah, Tank, you know, we try to give people introductions. However, your woman has surprised us tonight. She's only just dropped a tune after like a one hour, 10 minutes, I think. Just over one hour, 10 minutes, right, Tank? Just like, She's like, shall I drop a tune? Come on then, let's go. However, the banter tank has been really good. You'll really appreciate going back and listen to this and go, ah, wait a minute, I heard that. Anyway, brother, welcome to the stage. How are you doing, brother? You okay? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah, I'm actually in the car driving my uh, my Otis, who's feeling much better uh, to his uh, chiropractic appointment. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, lo- I love it. I'm a, an experienced and advanced hugger. Almost have a master's degree in it. Almost. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm actually funny robot. I actually do. Uh, I probably go to Terra Spaces, uh, the website, more than Spotify recently. Uh, I don't know why that is, but I've been. I definitely have been doing that. But it's funny that you brought that up. So I'll definitely have to check it out. Either either one because I do have both though. He he's just not making it mobile friendly, and he knows. And I think this is. I mean, this is whole the whole part of the charade. Uh, but Tank, we've had some great conversations tonight about music. Just well today about music distribution, about royalties. We've had all of the typical music NFT like crack that we've been having over the last few weeks. That's why I think it's important that you go back and listen to what uh, Marissa was saying about like uh, crypto Twitter and about music and what's, what's happening and who the real people are these days. Any comments on the current Web3 NFT music industry as a general? Any comments, Tank? No, yeah, you know, I was uh, talking to uh, our friends over there at Dow Dow yesterday on a space. And we were actually talking about NFTs. And, you, you know, like recently I've been really, like probably like this past six months to a year, I've been really just beating that drum of NFTs. And, you know, definitely what you guys have been doing is super, super innovating. We talked about yesterday, like dynamic NFTs and what that really means uh, as far as like the applicable side in the real world uh, use case uh, conversation. Uh, and obviously, like a lot of us yesterday, we went straight into like ticket sales and like exclusive merch or like, you know, benefits for holding it. Like an artist could like drop an NFT and like you get like first dibs or first rights or, you know, before the sellout, whatever. Like there's so many applicable things that you could do on the artist side of things when it comes to NFTs. And I, yeah, I, I love it, man. I, I think you guys are we went much deeper than that. But I think on that on that part of the conversation, as far as NFTs go, like you guys are definitely. Uh, really pushing the boundaries and, and showing what that's capable of, uh, regardless of the context within it. Like, right, like Rack FM has probably been one of the most strongest ones, uh, especially with the EP drops in the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, showing like what that can like tie to. Like, you guys have a DAO. On top of that, you're like showing what music NFTs can open with open mentors and stuff like that. Like, so it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's an interesting one because we have had to sidestep the DAO to move quickly. We can have that conversation and we've had it in private and it will become public eventually, the whole thing. Uh, So, Marissa, yeah, how how do you feel about, like, DAOs? 
decentralized uh, autonomous organizations. So obviously, like I, I know what you were saying about maybe coming a bit late and not really like getting everything because you're focusing on the music and blah, blah. But have you looked at like DAOs, like how you can run your kind of own empire, for want of a better word? Oh, we might have lost Marissa for a moment. Yeah. Here oh. I'm here. I, I'm I'm not really like uh, educated on that topic. I've heard about it and I've seen people engage with it and you know talk about it on the spaces, but uh, I really hadn't have uh, you know time to really uh, really investigate that and do you know my intelligence work. I uh, I don't have a lot of time in a, in a day. Like maybe uh, hour or hour and a half with the you know kids and the job and everything so i i try to focus as much as i can on uh music and um like yeah songwriting because there isn't much time but you can you know inform me about the DAOs. what's that in in the future in the future DAOs will be the best chance that web or the, the the only avenue that Web3 musicians will have to like engage with their fans. Everything will be built around. And the thing is, what is the doubt? It's you. Like you are the centrifugal like point of the whole thing, but you can like break things up. You know, you, you, you're in charge of your own organization, but you get the ability to be able to break things up and give like governance, right? So I'll give you a quick example. Okay. We have a DAO. Right. There are six of us on the multi-sig. Right. So we have obviously like a quorum limit. We have like governance, voting, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And we did change it, by the way, to make it more efficient. Uh, but we we have like thresholds in place where, you know, half of the group need to be like, right, this is a good idea. We're, we're of the intelligence where we're like, OK, half the group might be busy. <laughs> The other half of the group, whoever the half are, they'll be intelligent and make the right decision, right? But we can like control everything on a multi-sig. But when we drop the second EP, those people that have collected those four singles on Stargaze that will then qualify for the free EP are then going to be able to go to our DAO. We've created a sub-DAO, so the six of us on the parent DAO, right, that, that are, you know, with the community trust us but there's still six of us like we're not we're all normal people so if there's one bad apple we'll get rid of them very very quickly or two bad apples we'll get rid of them very even three bad apples we can get rid of them quickly all right but let's just say that now the when we drop the ep people can come to the dow that can stake it then for ep4 so ep3 is already pretty much decided the beats but ep4 the final ep of the album we're going to do a uh, BBG uh, beats by governance and we've got multiple choice voting. And I'm just giving you an example of the power of DAOs, right? We've got multiple choice voting. So uh, what we do is the, the parent DAOs, we put a problem in the sub DAO. The sub DAO is owned by all of the people who own the EP, everybody who invested. And we say, right, there's one track, there's one track. Which one do you want? Because we've got multiple choice voting now on Dowda. We've had it for quite a while. And the public, essentially, it is your fan base. When it's like public, actually, it's your fan base, isn't it? Who are vested in it, who bought your four singles, right? They've got the EP airdrop, the staked EP airdrop. Then they can then vote on beat A or beat B, 
for track one. And and that's what we're going to do. We're going to do beats by governance, uh, Marissa. Just so you know how serious we are, and we're not utter players, but DAOs are very clever. You can do a lot of stuff. But oh, I can't wait to get on a call with Marissa someday. You want to get a call with Signal? I say he's here. He's the DAO guy. But yeah, you, you know what we mean, Marissa. The technology is crazy right now. It's going mental. Before we bring in Tank, anything you want to say, darling? Yeah, it's definitely crazy with the technology. I really have a lot, a lot to learn, and you know. But but I'm trying to keep up. Like when I remember myself entering the space, uh, but I was really illiterate on like everything because my husband, if we if he would go into the uh, crypto stuff and explaining it to me, uh, it would just come on one ear and just you know exit on the other one. I was always somewhere else, you know. <laughs> So I I really learned a lot, but, you know, there's there's more and it's all evolving so fast. So not not sure if I can keep up, but I'm really doing my best. Just to give a shout out before we bring Tank in, just to give a quite quick shout out. I rated right the beginning like Marissa was like, bro, come on. Like me fellas been in for ages, but like I just didn't give a shit. Like I didn't even know what gas was at first. Like when she first joined the space. Marissa, you've been, I'll tell you what, darling, you've been an absolute golden diamond guest tonight. Like I've I've enjoyed this convo. Oh, really? I didn't oh it's been, oh, it's been dynamite. I've, I can't wait for me friends and that to listen to the replay. Uh, Tank, yeah, you got your hand up, brother. Yeah, no, I just kind of want to elaborate real quickly on like uh, what DAOs are and what uh, they can be to many different people. Like uh, a DAO is just kind of like, um, in my humble opinion, and the way I view things, it's just kind of like the base layer name that we stick on things, right? But a DAO, depending on the application, can be many, many different things. In regards of like music artists and NFTs and stuff like that, like when you attach a DAO to your music NFTs, uh, in my mind, you're really replacing all the middlemen that, you know, suck the life out of profitability for artists. Uh, and that's not necessarily like in general that the whole record label uh, entity, but the people within the record label uh, who are all like middlemen, like they all need, they all have a, like uh, a salary that they have to get paid and they have like a little bit of a function. But it's those people that you kind of like replace with uh, with a DAO, like say like a promotional manager, right? Or maybe like uh, a, a general marketing manager, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, when you set up a DAO uh, attached to your music or, or to your art, whatever it is, you basically involve your community and yourself directly. Uh, and so like you're just replacing that middleman uh, with the DAO, uh, which is a lot more uh, controlled by the artist, obviously. And if you want, like Robo was saying, you can give parameters to your community to control certain aspects of it as well. Um, but then it can get like, depending on how you set it up and how your brain like envisions your art and how you want to incorporate your community or your base or the people that you want to reach. Like there's many different forms that that DAO can actually take shape of. Uh, and so like, I just kind of want to elaborate on that. Like DAOs are a very powerful tool for artists. Yeah, they're not only a very important uh, tool for artists. And by the way, can we shout out Timmy? And I know you always do this recently, but guys, you need to listen why. We did tell the Timmy story to uh, Marissa earlier about the situation with uh, Omni versus like OpenSea and obviously SG and other platforms about the limits, the 150, uh, the 450. I did send Timmy an invite to come up and speak. 
But Marissa, he could tell you about the journey or the the effort with rendering and like the difference between having that capability. Yeah, we we talked about this earlier. But what tanks what tanks talking about? Yes, Marissa, when you come to DAOs, there are primarily three ways to be able to create a DAO. Yeah, you can create a DAO uh, by a multi sig. So this is where there's a trusted set of people that have like preliminary been agreed upon. Uh, like us, we have six people. We all have equal vote, right? That's called a multi-sig, yeah? Uh, that is a group of people. Say, like, you and your, your hubby or whatever, you and your fella, you could be the multi-sig on your, you know, you know, you might, I don't know, you might have someone else, the artist involved or whatever, right? But you can have that, like, where it's people. You can have it where it's NFT-based. So anybody that's got an NFT, a particular NFT that's related to that DAO, can stake it within that DAO, and then they've got governance rights, right? They've got the ability to vote. Uh, and then there's a token-based DAO, where somehow from some distribution, there's a token created, and then that token is distributed by whichever mechanism. By the way, there's a lot of mechanisms to distribute tokens, but at the moment, primarily, we have those three. And yeah, Timmy, we'll get you straight in. Primarily, uh, Marissa, we do have what Tank was talking about, just to expand on it quickly. There are the three options at the minute to run a DAO, which is a decentralized autonomous organization. And that is a multi-sig with a group of people. It is an NFT-based one, which is obviously community. Uh, and then, obviously, you've got your token-based one. Uh, Timmy, welcome to the room. I mean, we've talked about you all night, by the way. <laughs> all night. That's funny to hear when it's morning for me. <laughs> but hello, everybody. Welcome to... GM fam, GM, GM fam. Um, I just wanted to shout out real quick. Was listening to you guys, obviously. I think DowDow has tried to do a helpful unifying UX sort of thing, but I think has actually hurt people's ability to onboard and understand DAOs. And I know this because what I've been doing recently is like consultation and advisory work for various projects. And two of the ones I've been working with are total Web2 entities that are coming into Web3 to use our tech as sort of an infrastructure. You know, they're not necessarily going full decentralized, blah, blah, blah. And so they've played around with DAOs and multisigs. And the language people have tried to start using lately has made things way more confusing. So DAOs and multisigs, totally separate things. They're, they're not the same. For some reason, DowDow has decided to call both of them types of DAOs. But I think when explaining to new people, it's way more easy to just keep it super simple. A DAO is an address on chain that's controlled by anyone who holds a certain token. A multisig is an address on chain that's controlled by a set group of people. Like it's that simple. They're that different. The only commonality is that they're one of many ways, not just those two, for an on-chain address to be controlled by something other than an individual with the seed phrase. I love it, Timmy. I love it. I'm, I'm a Nazi when it comes to this kind of like grammar Nazi. Right. I guess let me let me jump in, like because that's kind of you know why, why he's I got right. Involved. You know why he's right because he didn't separate fungible and non-fungible. He just said token, which and he's right. He's uh, there's no difference between the NFT stake and DAOs and the uh, tokenized uh, stake and DAOs, right, Timmy? There's no difference. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, um, the only only one where you could technically maybe say there's a difference is if there was a DAO with soulbound tokens, because then you can maybe say that's kind of like a multi-sig where only, but if more of those tokens can come into existence, then 
you know, still a DAO, but yeah, absolutely. NFT DAOs, same thing. You have to hold a token and NFT is one type of token um, to be able to access this, this address and vote and things and do stuff totally. So to me, very quickly, because we did mention you earlier uh, several times, like I said, so having the ability, uh, obviously we're going to do this music video to you as the uh, executive producer, right? We know you've got an understudy. We all know as the executive producer of this uh, music video, what's the difference between the drop on Omni with a 450 limit compared to like OpenSea or Stargaze with a 150 limit? To you, it's like the guy that's so, going to do this. I haven't used Open Season forever. Is their limit the same as Stargaze these days? That's my only question. I'm not the sure. Limit on what, what, it's one, 150 on Stargaze. Yeah, yeah we've got yeah. people over there. Uh, sorry, so, uh, OpenSea. Open uh, sorry, sorry, dude. Open yeah. We've got stuff over there. It's 150, yeah. It's a big difference. Like, when you are talking about video, the way that compression works, I mean... It depends how long your video is, you know, uh, 50 megabytes, 100 megabytes may not be able to cut it at all. But like when you're in the rough range of video that we were working with, so like 10 to 20 minutes, 5 to 15 minutes, that sort of range, like 50 or so megabytes here or there can make like a huge difference in output quality. So luckily, like this being my background, I know what, what types of files to compress and what way to get the most quality for the least size. But just having that extra wiggle room on OmniFlix made all the difference. I actually exported one that would have fit on stars just because I was a curious and we were a thinking about it and it looked significantly worse. Like whenever, um, you know, if you guys know the video we're talking about, it had sort of a beat reactive uh, effect to it. And whenever there was like more than three hard kick drums in a row or something, so the effect flashed twice, it would just start pixelating and kind of breaking down and trying to like compress data. So OmniFlix, I don't even think they need to go that much higher unless they start to support like movies. Um, you could actually, with certain codecs, as long as they support them, you can fit a full like episode of a TV show on OmniFlix in decent decent quality, which is a fucking technological marvel to have that all running through Web three infrastructure. Like they killed that, and that's why uh, we were shouting out Timmy earlier. I mean, Timmy, I would would talk about a lot more. Obviously, your, your woman's uh, time is precious. I do know this, uh, but I do know about the journey you had to try to keep quality to go from like 436 or 438, whatever the original was on Omni, to be able to airdrop that to the new people who bought. So it was, you know, we did this out of our goodness of our hearts. Like, okay, wow, look, this first single's been a real success, 138 people. We've obviously got new fans. Let's drop them the first EP, like even though they've just bought the first track. So, like, to me, that must have been a bit difficult, though, to get that from and not lose. I, yeah, dude, I go look at mine now. I can't see a difference in quality. To get, like, 450 from 150 must have been a right slog, like, no? Or was it easy? It, it's one of those things that's hard to learn, but easiest to do once you know it, because it's really just picking the right settings and then letting the computer do the thing, right? But you have to understand those settings. So it's, it, it didn't like take a ton of time because I'm used to compressing stuff, but it's something where if you had given this task to someone else who hadn't done it before, it would have been like, they probably would have Googled for hours to figure out how to do it. You know, it's one of those things.
And on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you to be editing or executive producer on this? Like, con- like Timmy, I'm not putting the content for, on for, yet. For with. people who don't know who I weren't here in the last space before I before I got my first real like nine to five job, and then continuing up until. I got into Web3 full time alongside my boring job. Uh, I actually did music videos. That was like my thing. Um, I would film. I would even edit when people in other parts of the world filmed. So I'm on board. You could say 100% just for anything music related at all times. (laughs) So basically, people listening might actually start to get with the program. And might actually start to realize what we're about to like uh, produce and put out and put. Oh my God, is that clutch? Shout out clutch down there in the audience. Oh, I love a bit of my clutch, brother. I tell you what, you want to get on his show, guys that do this twice a day, every day of the week, right? Him, Andrew, uh, what's the other fella's name? I forgot the player. Uh, Quicks, I shout out. Shout out, my friend. Anybody? Anybody that gets an intro like that from Robo gets an Insta follow by me. What's up, Clutch? Follow oh, me now. Dude, he's having a burrito, man. He lives in a fucking mansion <laughs> somewhere down in Acapulco. Oh, this cunt, man. He, he convinces people he's in, like, New York or something. He's fucking down in the cartel land or something. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, does anybody know anyone in the Caribbean? Like, either of the Virgin Islands? Where? the I've never heard. Is that the Caribbean? Never, don't you that, say you've never heard of the Caribbean, Robo. Is that the Caribbean? Is that the Caribbean, is it? Yes, yes, yes. Like the Jacobean. <laughs> like the ja- yeah, like I mean, Haiti, Haiti, Virgin <laughs> Islands, that sort of thing. Before before we go back to Marissa, because you, yeah. before we go back to Marissa, because you'll probably think so mad, and we will close Actually, out no, the show. No, you're totally right. It is Caribbean, but yeah. Fucking, we have Caribbean cl- cruise lines in America that pronounce it <laughs> that way, so it's always in our head. <laughs> Bro, my mother's on one of those cruises every other fortnight. Honestly, like she'll like oh, just sit, honestly. Wait, did, she, me did you like them? I have heard such mixed res- re- mixed reviews on cruises in general. Dude, she's just had two for free because one caught fire and one had bed bugs, so she got the fucking them all for free. Uh, it's a long story. <laughs> I wanna get niche it. I wanna give me me a shout out down in the audience. Signal. And so, I mean, this is like one of the things I really intend to talk to Marisha about is uh, Stargazer's Open Edition Minter. I would love it before we close out the show if uh, Mr. B, I'll call him Mr. B. I've met him in real life. I've got that privilege. I'd love him if he could just come up and say like how happy he is to like have done what he did. Triple digits is amazing. When you start like keep on going over the period, I kind of get like we, me and him had a chat the other day. We had I've got to not lie to you, right? Okay, signal last week seven days ago, nearly seven days ago, releasing open winter. It's been in the DMs. We've had brotherly love. I've just been through what he's gone through. So what am I going to do? Shun me, brother. Of course I'm not. He's like, dude, I can't believe this. And I'm like, I know, I know it's amazing. And he's like, bro. And I'm like, bro. Like, we're like proper dickheads, you know, like 14 years old or something. Like, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, well, did I act like that was signal? Never mind. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, I've got to say, he, the they have done class numbers. I'm so happy to see the open minter. Marissa, you just 
you deserve an open Minter edition contract. You you deserve to see how easy and swift and efficient like technology can be, how easy you can make your life. Like once you try once on testnet, you never go back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I I was trying to, you know, write all these things down as you were saying about it, DAOs and everything. I will definitely have some questions for you uh, later in the DMs. Do you know do you know what we should do? I can hear you like twinging there. I, can, I know you're going to play a track. I know you're going to play a track. I know it's coming, right? I can sense it's coming. But you know what you should do? You should download Elite Wallet, right? Whether you do it on your mobile, whether you do it on your computer, whatever, but obviously... Same as anything, MetaMask, just a simple seed phrase, yeah. Record it properly like we do, you know, OPSEC. But download a Leap Wallet, right? Leap. You'll find it on Android or iTunes, or, uh, iStore, whatever. Whatever, or App Store. Just download Leap Wallet and we'll send you our music. Just just, just for you to like get the music on there and you can they'll play on the mobile, whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that tomorrow because it's quite late here. So uh, I heard you like ding, 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 ding. What do we hear there? Yeah, uh, I have a tune ready. It's it's from the movie uh, Gladiator. So it's not an original. I did that. So uh, I think that would be like the. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? To, you know. Uh, say goodbye to you guys. Are, are you kidding me? Wait a minute, Maximus Meridius the Third. You're joking, a gladiator. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna yeah. die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, some uh, things uh, at the top of the the space for you guys who entered later. So check out my my Twitter profile, my ex profile, the pin tweets. Give me a follow. It will really mean a lot. And okay, so here goes the. Uh, will you will you come back, Marissa? In the future, will you come back? We would love to have you back in the future when you're not so busy and that, darling. Will you come back? Yeah, just you know, send me the space invite in the DM if I miss it here on the timeline, and uh, I'll be there definitely. You're you're a friend of the show. You're a long term, like lifelong friend of the show. Now you do realize that, right? You're in the blood family now. You're in the raccoons now, woman. <laughs> Only way I work, yeah. Thanks. Okay, so here it goes.
Oh, I've got chills. Got chills, Bruce. Oh, Bruce has gone quiet on me. I can't believe it. Anybody else got chills or not? That was beautiful. That was awesome. Thank you, Thank you so much, Tenderman. Yeah, this is one of my favorite soundtracks. I, I'm not sure, was it Hans Zimmer or I think it was Hans Zimmer. It's, it's such a gorgeous piece. That was, it, correct me, I don't want to sound too ignorant, hopefully. That was violin, right? Uh, yeah, 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 it's violin, yeah. Yeah, okay, awesome. We talked about musical scores earlier, Timmy. But honestly, there are some musical scores that are just like the resonate, like gladiator, uh, Last of the Mohicans, uh, Lord of the Rings. There are just these like orchestral like delights, isn't that? I've like, never done the music video. You can't that. fade Hans Zimmer. That could be fun. Wait a minute. Can I ask you though, guys, a question? Wait, you do you do know that every uh, orchestral performance, like in the world, though, starts with a violin. You do know, like, every piece of, like, classical music ever written, everything starts with, like, a violin, right? You do know this. That's not true. It is? All right, okay. Marissa, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's a solid all-around fact, but now that you point it out, the ones that come to mind... I can tell you, I can tell you that the violin is the leading of every piece. Isn't that right, Marissa? It is, Natalia. I I don't know if it's every piece per se, but uh, like most of the pieces, yes. At least if they are not violins, violinist uh, needs to stand up at the beginning of a concert and you know tune in the orchestra. So you always participate uh, <laughs> either way. That's what I meant. The orchestral performance, guys. By the way, that's what I was talking. That's what I thought. I thought it was the violin that was like the key, like the lead-in for like all of the live performances. No. Yes. Uh, yes. I, yeah, I think you might be thinking of what she just mentioned with like kind of tuning, getting everyone in tune. Is that usually the violinist job? Is that what you were uh, saying? Yeah. The the first A note uh, is given by the oboist, and then violin takes it. And gives it to all the strings. So, yeah, you always participate. But there are some pieces, orchestral pieces, where there are not violins involved. Although they're very rare because there's no point without, you know, violins. Violins is the best. I love that. That's a true violin. <laughs> there's no point without violins, really. So we ignore those. <laughs> if if you ask the Russian composer Tchaikovsky then artillery cannons are the best because they just support oh. the percussion session so so oh, oh am i getting rugged again bruce or not am i getting rugged again i've just started jumping back in you hear getting... you seem oh. uh, okay it was the it was the art i got rugged there guys i got i couldn't hear anybody it was the rtve orchestra uh, symphony orchestra out of spain uh, Marisha that did when I was talking about the uh, earlier about the the kiss. I've never ever heard anything like this in my life. It's a, it's a, like I've got alarm clocks of this like thing. This like diddle 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 diddle. Like it's like oh my goodness. I've never I've never heard anything that you know your spider senses like just go boom. I'm awake. Okay, like I can be dying on the deathbed. 
and I can listen to this song, diddly, 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 and I can just like jump out and I'm like, I'm alive, I'm alive. Right, let's go round two, round three, where are we going? <laughs> it's, oh, it's so good. The piece called? It's uh, Trevor Jones. Uh, it's it, Well, it's a little bit of a combination in the movie score, isn't it? But it's The Kiss by Trevor Jones. Uh, so he did the L cut. I mean, he does more, obviously. But, you know, Last of the Mohicans, you know, the movie with Daniel Day-Lewis, Last of the Mohicans. And there's like this end scene where the, the women get kidnapped and they're burning the guy on the stake and have to shoot him in the head. And then diddly, 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 diddly. But when Trevor Jones, who composed uh, the elk hunt and the kiss. Oh, oh, my God. Holy. No way. That's it. Oh my god! I think that's that's it. I that, remember I, I was no playing. Uh, it was a really funny story. Like a few years ago, I I played uh, this wedding here in in Split. I I live in Split in in Croatia, which is very popular for weddings and you know luxury weddings, whatever. And they wanted a solo violin to play in the church, and the bride asked that I play the last of the Mohicans uh, while she goes, you know to the altar and I didn't know the piece back then but I assume it's a slow piece because you know you always walk down the aisle to some you know like slow piece and this was just like you know horses running and I was like okay let's do this but I remember playing it the, um, yeah, yeah. The, the the weird thing is the elk hunt and the kiss kind of blend into one another but the the elk hunt by Trevor Jones has got that big, like, I forgot the name of the drum, you know, the big drum with the huge things where the bang, like, boom, and it's like the marching sound, so that you hear the march in the song, but then the kiss comes in, it's like, diddly, that's what you play there, diddly, 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 like, and that's where, oh, my God. I mean, um, that's this is 30 years of my life. Daniel Day-Lewis is my favourite actor of all time. Like, I mean, God, how much has that song meant to me? Like I've been listening. It, oh, like sorry for interrupting, but is it? Is it? Is this? Is it? Oh my god, I'm dying. I'm like my face is red as fuck right now. My face is like a fucking pumpkin. My face is like a pumpkin right now, honestly. I'm like, I'm probably I can't stop smiling. Like, diddle did oh woman. You don't even know what you do to your man. Yeah, trigger Bruce. Take over the show, Bruce. Yeah. That is like oh yeah this is this is a great piece like uh it has that irish jig vibe yeah i love it fuck i've got holy fuck i've got tears coming down my eyes yeah like actually like i'm laughing like i'm laughing i'm just enjoying it like tapping the feet like there's there's something about music isn't there like are we oh yeah man say oh yeah, this guy's uh dropping music uh by the way uh, i know we're, we're short on time uh but we're always gonna we're the public square you know I'm just going to say that music, more than anything in your life, though, is, is it, it's a release valve, isn't it? 
Like, I'm not a musician, but I listen to it and I listen to it intently and I listen to the stuff I love. But, like, I can be in the worst mood or I've had the worst day, go home, I grab the dogs, put the headphones in, stick some Bob Dylan on, some Roger Waters, go for a walk, come back. I've got a completely different outlook on life. It takes one album. Oh, sorry, Marissa, yeah, are we going to say something? No, 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 no. It takes one album in 90 minutes and a good walk to, like, change your entire mindset from, like, wanting to kill people to just, like, being the nicest person on earth. Music is, I've said this many times in my life, music is food for the soul. Our souls need food, and that food is music. You're never going to get that with TV or any other bullshit. There's nothing where you can just close your eyes and just listen. Like, there's no book that you can ever do that with, is there? No. No movie. No, no. There's nothing where you can just close your eyes and tap your feet and go. I was When you were doing that, for as short as it was, you give me a moment. That's what I'm trying to express, woman. Do you understand what I mean? You give me a moment in my life. Thank you. Yeah. No, thanks for receiving it so well. I I can't believe I found the, the sheet on the internet. I mean, I when you started singing Tweedly, doodly, but, you know, I, I can't figure the, the notes from it. And then now you mentioned Bob Dylan. Uh, maybe I can do another cover. Uh, I'm not sure if it's his song, but uh, make you feel make you feel my love. Is it Bob Dylan originally? When the Wait rain blowing in your face, is it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bob Dylan wrote that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Dylan wrote that one. I don't know who sang it for. Like, but Bob Dylan. The thing is, Bob Dylan wrote songs for the people, didn't he? Like all along the Watchtower was uh, written for Jimi Hendrix and blah blah blah, but I can't remember who sang that. I don't know if it was Dylan or not. I, I think it? it was Adele, but I think he did it originally. It was really like his song, and then she made it, uh, you know, more famous. I think because you know it's Adele. Mar- Marissa, uh, uh, I don't know if you've like obviously you probably have, but if you haven't, Dylan's performance of. Uh, Mr. Tambourine Man on the Isle of Wight in 1965 or four, I think it is. I think it's 65, actually. Maybe 64. But if you if you have never seen this performance, honest to God, for, for, for me, just go and look at Dylan's like, performance of the Isle of Wight Festival, which is still going on to this day, and tell me that's not one of the greatest songs and performances like on a harmonica. Like Dylan, oh, he can pull my heartstrings like nobody else. I love that man. Even after yeah. late, Evolution, yeah. so what you got some Dylan? You got some Dylan in your repertoire? No way. No, uh, I, I, I have this song. I, I always like this song. Hey guys, I... sorry to interject. Just don't want to leave silently, but I got to hop for a call. I will try and join back after if you guys are still going. Beautiful music though, America. I'm gonna give you a follow. And uh, thanks for hosting as always, Robo. Talk, talk later, guys. Take care, Timmy. Take care. Always a good guy. Our executive producer. I love me all business, isn't he? And I can see uh, frameworks here. But we'll we'll quickly carry on and then we'll bring you in, dude, in a minute. Uh, yes, darling, you've got the floor. We're all going to go on mute and just listen in. Yeah, so I will play this one and then I really have to hop off. Um, it's been a pleasure today. It's really been educational and fun and relaxing. And for one time, like a reality check <laughs> on the space and web3 in general so i really appreciate that uh so yeah this is a song by bob dylan okay
could offer you a warm embrace to make you for my life. When the evening shadows and the stars appear, there was no one there to dry your tears. I could hold you for a million years to make you feel my love. I know you haven't made your mind up yet, but I will never do you wrong. See, take the mic, mate. Take the mic. One second. Well, while he's waiting, can I get you on a song? <laughs> then also, I'd like to get some artillery cannons as the bass as well, if that's possible. If anybody can do that. So, uh, the last time I heard that song, like, like sung though, like that, like was my mum when I was leaving in 2007 after the big party and we had the karaoke thing and everything and I'm not shitting you, me fucking, my mother's been a singer like for like years, like, and like she was the singer around something for like 20 odd years and that was a song that she sung to me before I left England like uh, all those years ago, like mad as fuck, that, like that is, oh <laughs> uh, dear, honestly woman, you tonight have been exactly what this industry needs. I'm telling you, this space I don't care about what it, the numbers it does on, on here. We've got it archived. It's in the library. Finn will do an amazing intro and outro. This tonight has been really... Actually, honestly, Marissa, though, yeah, yeah, your views, and I'm so glad that we're not the only people who are thinking like what you are, that like, why is there no like pushback on like people who are like just coming up here and like blagging shit, really? Like, I mean... There's, yeah, we, you know, I don't buy fucking second-hand trainers or second-hand sneakers for a reason, right? I go to the shop and I buy new ones, right? Someone a nice new pair of shit. Like, I didn't want to walk around in shit. Like, I'm not going to say that. Why do I want to listen to shit? That's not what was said earlier. It was just like, well, why can't there be some constructive criticism, some feedback? And I can see, obviously, we've got a new musician. I know you've got to go. Uh, Marissa, you can jump out at any time, but we have got a fellow musician very quickly. Uh, yeah, Framework Fortune, do you want to jump in and say anything on the music scene quickly? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you Gucci, you Gucci, bro. Okay, okay, yeah. I just love to, you know, work with, how was it Marissa? Amazing music, amazing 
what you're doing your voice everything incredible yeah it's marissa nice to meet you framework i will give you a follow yeah i already followed you for sure we'll, we'll i mean like i said i love to collab with you i do a lot of different uh type of music but mainly hip-hop right at the moment but yeah there's always different ways all them different strings that you're able to play and your voice yeah do some amazing stuff for sure well, hopefully thank so much thank you hopefully marissa would you come back if we can get like I'm, I'm, this is my plan my ideal lineup and you don't have to sing it's just a talk this is what's more important like tonight what's been more important guys for anyone who's been in here all night the talk or the music no no the music's been very secondary. It's been a byproduct of the convo. We're here for the convo. We can grab music anywhere. You, Fondue, Empress, because I like Empress with that crazy, like operatic, like crazy musical shit. It's just funny. Uh, Heart of Street. Uh, honestly, it will be a pleasure in the future, you know, when you're not so busy, you know, after you drop, et cetera, to, to have like a few of you on the show. You know, but just to talk, to discuss issues like royalties, like the things we've talked about tonight. I, I hope you appreciate, Marisha, that we brought you on tonight for your IQ rather than your musical talent. I hope you've picked up on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. I mean, I, I know I wasn't helpful on some questions because I need to do some digging but yeah i'm definitely on uh for the space with the artistry and fondue those are musicians i really you know like uh cherish here in the space because they're rarity and empress is a, such a cool girl so yeah you, when you have the date i'm in don't don't undersell by the way don't undersell what you did tonight you said what many of us who were not musicians have wanted to say for a long time. And I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that you, like, you, you're that kind of person. That's who we hang with there. Bruce, are you back or are you in Tenerife or something, you daft cunt? Where, where the fuck is Bruce? Like, I mean, he's, I keep trying to bring him in. He's dead. Right. Okay. Bruce, you're dead to me. You're not even ever, don't expect ever to be a co-host on the show again. But Marissa, I do, I know you're going to jump, darling. We're on the two hour mark. Yeah, it's been a pleasure and a chore. You're welcome back anytime to chill, to talk, cut the shit, whatever you want. But don't underestimate the value of the very fact that you're one of the very few, few musicians who are willing to just like say how it is in Web3. And for that, I'll be eternally grateful, mind. I'll not forget you in a hurry, woman. Yeah, thanks so much. It was really fun and to 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 play some tunes that I haven't played uh, in a, in a in some time. Uh thanks for having me and you know talk to you soon really really it was it was some space today. Bye guys. Nee worries, take care. Oh, your woman did fucking last of the Mohicans. Diddle 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 diddle. Did you hear? Oh, what a fanboy moment. I've only been tweeting for like three years, four years about this shit, like saying I wake up to this shit sometimes, man. The Kiss by Trevor Jones. It's like, see, I've got a crush on this violinist, this Spanish violinist from 206. Oh, I go back to that. I'm an old fella. Anyway, we're going to end it out. I, I do have to say that was magnificent. What a great space that I've really... It's not often Robo's going to come on and be like, holy fuck, like that was a pleasure. Normally it's work. I mean, Jonathan was great last night, but it was work. The TFL won the other day. Great, but it's work. I haven't got time. Like, 
sit back, tap my feet and just enjoy. But I did tonight, didn't I? Mm, damn right, did Robbo enjoy tonight. Anyway, uh, if, if framework, if you want to close us out, if you want to tell us what you've got coming up or what you've got dropping, by the way, everybody, please give Marissa a follow. Uh, if you can, if you do explore other networks other than just being a Cosmos pleb, watch out for a drop in five days. Your woman's on fire, like she's got some good shit going on. She's not stupid. She's worth her. Uh, she's well worth keeping your eye on. But yeah, framework anything. Yeah, we're, I'm going to come back and catch what you were talking about about the problem with music uh, artists and Web three. That's interesting because, like you know, I just came off a hiatus, so I'm. You know, this Web3 music thing is kind of new to me. No, not, it's about the quality. Good. It's about the quality. It's about the... Look, look, dude. Look, dude. Look, anybody with a fucking guitar and a fucking Twitter account oh, yeah, yeah. can't yeah, just yeah, think yeah, they're yeah. a music... Look, dude, there's a rate. What she's talking about is there's a big fucking blag right now of people coming up with just like proper yeah. fucking shit. Like, I'm going to put it in layman's terms. Like, there's musicians... And then there's people who were like fucking, and and the thing is, there's no pushback on anybody. Everybody's oh, great yeah. spaces. Oh, oh, you must. Yeah, just because you can pick up a guitar, strum it, and fucking sing a line, you must bow down to them. They're fantastic, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. This is actually a really good topic. This is a show idea I was thinking about doing. Maybe we can talk about. Um, if you've ever seen Kill Tony, they do it for comedians, but we do it for musicians. I, I love Kill. I love Kill Tony. Kill Tony's yeah. one of my favorite things. I love Kill Tony. Yeah. About what about it. That's what I'm saying. We do a Kill Tony music show because you're right. This is a problem. It's not. It's the same in the commute, uh, comedic art form. You know, and AI is going to make it even. I mean, and I don't have a problem with AI. I use AI for some things, but um, you can sit there and put a whole just tell chat GBT to write a whole song for you. And it will, of course it's going to bite from lyrics. That's across all the songs that it can reach to, but you know, the, it, there's a technological disadvantage and advantage right now for musicians. But like you said, with Twitter and everything else, you're getting people who are not musicians, not co comedians, or they never practice or never done it. And they're, you know, good on them for trying, but it is an art form. You can't just put it out and hope that something happens. Like you got to practice and get better and better and all that and promote all that stuff. Well, so, yeah, we well, need that. We need a Tony music show. I'm glad you're on that same page. Well, Mr. Mr. Framework, we will continue this conversation a little bit. And you know why? The boogeyman, right? Candyman. Terror Spaces has just dropped in the room. Shout out Terra Spaces, guys. Uh, he does endless work for the community. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, everywhere, and, and with class intros and outros, just down to this guy. He does a lot of great work. I know he's had a lie in. Cheeky lad. I just want to round it out. We're finished. We're on the two-hour, ten-minute mark. I know your woman's still here. I just want to say this has been a great fucking space you know why no expectations no vast like previous knowledge of one another just general really open honest like dialogue like and crack i i might be a pikey i might talk about crack right and it's see it's not the crack that you think you americans i it's say fucking r a i fucking c right like 
this is what Rack FM will is, always has been, and always will continue to be. And and that's why we feel like we people like Marissa, they're gonna come on, they're gonna feel comfortable immediately. Sitting around the campfire, let's have a chat. Let's talk for, I don't know, an hour and a half before I even think about playing a song. That's what we want, and that's what we've had tonight. And I'll be internally grateful for the laughs, the giggles, the enjoyment that your woman's given me tonight. She's really put a smile on my face. And that's not often often that that happens, mine. Where I'm listening to people, I'm like, right on, sister. Right on, sister. <laughs> I don't know if she's still listening. I know she jumped out earlier, but literally, if you are, you listen to replay. I'm telling you, that's my words right now to end the show. Is like, right on, sister. Power to the people. I love that crack. Bruce, for the 18th time tonight, do you want to respond or have you just, have you been killed? I mean, at this point, I'd be probably like happy if you're being killed by some serial fucking killer, like in your apartment in the Somali neighbourhoods of uh, Copenhagen. Is that right? Is that where you are right now in the Somali neighbourhood? No? Nah, he's definitely dead. Okay, okay. To be fair, if Bruce is dead, well, then the treasury, we've got uh, the treasury going between five people, isn't it? So actually, I don't know, I'm, I'm contra- my feelings are contrasted right now. Bruce is dead. We've got more money per, per, per capita. If he is dead, I mean... He sometimes he, he does do a good job. Tonight has been particularly pathetic. So with that note, Finn, I know you're going to come in with your rap. You're going to close out the show. Good night. God bless everybody. This has been Rack FM and Marissa. You've been an absolute legend. Holy fuck. This has been so funny tonight. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Good night and God bless once and for all. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken knots I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knots And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss, it's all moss and I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first 
serve mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.